right. Good evening, Legacy City Church. Can you guys hear that? Is it, is it coming in over the speaker? Is it? Okay. Good evening. Good evening. Tamara, Tamara, can, can, can you hear that okay? You know which one? Well, you know which one. It's got the blue, the blue connector. But be careful. If you bump it up too much, it'll go. I was experimenting at the house, so just maybe a, a, just nudge it lightly. Yeah, right there. A, B, C, D. One, two, three, four. There we go. That's that's better. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Legacy City Church, where the fire of God comes upon you unexpectedly. And you may hit the floor and get set free from every demon you've carried all your life. And if you don't have any critters, then you're just going to get an increased filling of the presence of God tonight. Because you were born. We were born for more of Jesus. That we wouldn't just have a sprinkle. That we wouldn't just have a, a light layer, like a thin Velveeta's cheese slice of Jesus over our lives. No, no. We don't want a slice of Jesus. Who wants just a slice? Okay, I'm in the right place, thank God. You'll have multiple slices? Okay, well, I, I'm gonna just eat the whole cake and he has a whole cake for you. So he has more, more than enough for all of us. So we are going to celebrate our King tonight because there's just an anticipation of God wanting to, to come and do more. I, I feel it, I feel it in my bones. I can get this thing to wake up. Oh, it better be charged. It better be charged. I don't see anything coming up. There we go. That was weird. It's good. It's coming alive. Let's try that password once more. There we go. Okay. So, good evening. Welcome again. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see half the room filled and the other half with two people. That's okay. So, okay. I, I'm just, uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys can all just go over there. And then if anyone walks in who's a newbie, they would be like, this is interesting. That whole room was reserved for me. There we go. And if you are like myself, you're a, if you're a hot-blooded man, hot-blooded, I'd, I'd sing that song, but I'm not going to. That is actually the cool side of the room where the AC is felt the most, but it does make its way across. So if you start to have a hot flash, ladies, not going to look at anyone in particular, <laughs> start to have a hot flash like Tammy often does, yes. then uh, I would say sit over there where it's nice and cool. <laughs> All right, let's get that music silenced. So here we are, ready to just dive on into the bonfire. I can tell you guys are hungry tonight. You didn't show up on a nice hot summer day just to sit in a building and be bored. So we know Jesus is, is ready to just meet us. Um, but before we start worshiping, I just want to give you guys a couple um, announcements, I guess. Let's see. I'll save that announcement for later on down the road. We will be having um, a real dear couple to our hearts. Um, can't even think of their names. Charlie and Lori Gossler. The Gosslers who, who lead the Abiding Place in Portland, Oregon. They are people of the presence. They are a husband and wife team that got radically touched in Toronto a quarter of a century ago. 
was it that long? I guess it's been about 25 years. Man, time flies when you're having fun. Um, but, but we love those guys. They're going to come uh, at the end of September. I think it's around the 24th or something like that. I have to look at the calendar again. But we'll, we'll give you guys more info on that and, and why their relationship that we have with them is, is just so special. It's unique. You know, they are truly like a mom and dad in the, in the faith, in the kingdom. So other than that, it is Tammy's birthday today. It's her 52nd birthday. I don't know. You guys think we should sing? No. Oh, let's do it. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tammy. Happy birthday to you. All right. All right. We will blast her later on. So Tammy's birthday wish was that I wouldn't preach tonight. That's the present. The gift of God to her would be that I don't preach. So I'm, I'm trying to be funny. So we're going to worship and we're going to make room for the Lord and we'll pray and do whatever prayer, uh, healing prayer we need to do. Um, and I'm not going to preach. Um, we would like to kind of wrap the evening up as far as, you know, not having preaching going on. So we're going to wrap it up semi-early-ish. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, not not with preaching. Yeah. But yeah, we have cake and ice cream and some pastries, so we'll bust all that open and, and just have fun and have some good fellowship. I do want to share a quick testimony. Uh, Tammy and I had the privilege to have dinner with the Spivas last night. That's Samuel and Heather Spiva. They run this little spice company over here. And real briefly, I'll just tell you a couple of things that have happened to them. So they have this, this history of working in the culinary world with the, the, not the shipping industry, but the, whatever you call those cruise lines, the cruise line hospitality, but they were working for the cruise lines and COVID came and changed everything, started their business, but they have connections that God is really giving them favor on. Uh, months ago, they were invited to he was invited with a small team to prepare a meal at the second in charge of Microsoft's home. That's a pretty big deal. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to Bill Gates' house personally. Second in charge, you know, maybe he's not in the weird, creepy stuff. I shouldn't even be saying this. I'll edit the tape. I'm going to edit the tape. I'm going to cut all that out. But, but they, he's been invited to do this. First, it was a family meal. And then he was invited to come back and do Christmas dinner for, for this guy's family. And then the third time it was, and he didn't realize it, but it was this second in command of Microsoft's personal staff. And people had been flown in from around the world to come to this meeting, and he freaked out. Not bad, but he was really nervous about it. Um, and then he's done, I think, two more of these meals for this staff. So this week on Tuesday, they will be coming in on yachts or a yacht not just the same team, but three times the size of the team that he's had before. And you know, they've requested hors d'oeuvres waiting for people to come in off the yacht. And then after they, they prepare this meal, um, they're going to, the team, after they party and, and get together and do whatever they're gonna do, they are going off to Monaco. So, I mean, lifestyles of the rich and maybe not famous, but you know, <laughs> the rich and Microsoft, they won awards. That's what this is for. Okay. They, they yeah. won awards. Microsoft won awards. This team won awards, so they're celebrating. The reason why I mentioned the Spivas, so 
I felt like as we got to know them more last night that, that there's this Joseph thing on him, that God is giving him platform upon platform of favor. And I believe that the door is opening for him to be the minister of God that he is on his mountain, the mountain of whatever you'd call food, the food industry, arts and entertainment or something like that. It's, it's the arts, culinary. culinary art. Well, I try to narrow it down to one of the seven mountains, if you guys know what the seven mountains are. So anyway, one of those spheres, his sphere of influence is to be a priest, to be a minister where God has him. Same with all of us. Um, and, and that was a shift for him. He, he and his wife actually did do ministry like the typical ministry that most of us think of as ministry. Campus Crusade for Christ sent them to a, a foreign country, a Muslim country. They opened up a coffee shop. They were discipling and doing Bible studies secretly. And they did a baptism of a guy who became a convert and one of his closest people took a picture of it. Uh-oh, yeah. And that was, that was all she wrote. God got them out of there safely, but the government was coming down on them. And for him, and maybe it's for you too, his ministry, that ministry that left, that just disappeared, caused a lot of question. Like, God, you know, did I do something wrong? I don't have a ministry now. But the reality is, we have all been called to the ministry. Ethan has been called to the ministry as a believer. Each one of us, the Bible says that, that we, I actually have it open right here. It's in uh, 1 Peter, yeah, 1 Peter chapter 2. It says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. So if you're a royal priesthood, you've been chosen by God, he has called you a royal, a kingly priesthood. That means you're a priest. What's another word for a priest? A minister. We are, we are ministers of God. Bill Johnson often says, people will ask him, well, I want to know what my calling is. I'm trying to find out what my calling is. And Bill will ask them, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to be a nurse. Then he'll say, preach the gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons as a nurse. We all get to do the work of the kingdom in whatever place God has put us, whether you're a homeschool mom like Sam's wife, Heather, or you're running a, a shop, or you're a mailman, or working for the, the shipyard, whatever you guys do, you know, whatever place we're at, being retired, it doesn't matter. You are still a priest of God. You are still a minister of God. So I just wanted to share that, but the main thing I wanted to share was when they first came here, it was when we had the Bethel students here. And she was telling us last night that when we were worshiping, she had an encounter with God. Now these are people that aren't necessarily familiar with that kind of language, like encounter. But something powerful happens when we are in the place of worship, when we, that's why we put so much emphasis on worship in this place, because when we worship the Lord, the presence of God comes and rests yeah. upon our worship. The Bible says, Psalm 22, 3, he is enthroned on our praises. And in other versions, he inhabits the praises of his people. So he, he comes and fills our worship. I love worshiping God. I am a son of his praise. That is my my heartbeat in life is to worship my God, worship my King, and enjoy His presence. 
So tonight we're going to do that. And I would just say, anticipate an encounter with him. Anticipate an increase of what you've experienced of God, because it's not all about experiences. It's not all about encounters, but he has that for us. He loves to bring you closer to himself. And that might look like, wow, I saw something with my eyes closed for the first time. A scripture verse started coming to my mind and I was not even thinking about it. Maybe something will fill your body, a, a great joy. Maybe you'll feel like you're gonna start, start laughing out loud. You know, there's freedom. If you're gonna belly laugh, do it because we'll just assume you're getting touched by God. Is that good? Is it a deal? We'll shake on it? Okay. All right, so I just wanna encourage you with that. Oh, and then we prayed for them before we left. Um, I had been telling them we'd love to pray for their business and bless it because we've, we've got some testimonies of being able to pray for certain businesses in Bremerton and seeing instant, instant answers to the blessing, like increase. Um, when you come into Bremerton from outside of town, the Midas on Callow, right before you turn up on Burwell there, I was able to pray with that, that couple that run that place. And the next weekend, all of their bays were full and it never stopped. And they were at, at a point where they were struggling with the business not getting enough. Where Isabel works part-time over here across the parking lot, cat, cat scrappiness. Mm -hmm. um, she's a scrap lady and she has an online business. We've blessed it and asked for increase. And so now she calls it her faith buckets. Should I get, give her the postal tubs? She you know, puts, has a stack of those. And her, her seasons kind of come and go, but I believe she's experiencing increase. Yeah. She was able to hire Isabel on part-time. Um, it's not tons of hours, but it's sort of part-time. But anyway, it's, it's just there's favor and increase on her business. We were able to bless the Spivas last night before we left. That was a good way to get out of the house, you know. I get to, we were, could tell they are ready to go to bed because kids went to bed at seven. They were looking a little bit like they were done too. So we're like, well, okay, we pray for you and then we'll go. And so we prayed for them. And today, since I left my sunglasses over there, he was at the shop and he you know, made sure I got my glasses from him. And he said, hey, by the way, after you guys prayed for us, six orders came in through their website and they were not little orders. Awesome. They were big. I mean, it was significant enough for him to where he felt that was God already showing his favor. Yeah. It's not about me saying a blessing. It's not about anything that any one of us could ever do. It's just positioning yourself as a priest, as a, as a royal priest, as a minister of God, to declare the blessing of your king in the kingdom that you walk in and release his love and favor over the businesses and the people of our city, of our county. Even if they don't know him, he loves them. You know he loves people. He loved you before you came to him and became a Christian, right? Hope you know that. You didn't become lovable because you got your stuff together. You became lovable the day you were born into this world. In fact, God so loved this world. He so loved you that he gave Jesus to be your covering, your sacrifice for sins before you were even born. You were chosen before the foundations of the world. That's how much he loves you. And if he loves the people of our city and they have businesses, he wants to bless their business. So let's just stop with that. Why don't we stand up? Now that I preached, <laughs> oops, oops, uh-oh, snuck one in. Snuck, I knew I could do it somehow. No, I, I didn't do that on purpose. So you
you guys ready? Let's, let's do a declaration before we worship tonight, and then we're just going to dive on in. We'll pray and, and just dive on in. Awesome. So here we go. You ready? Warm up your vocal cords. You got to know that your words are powerful, guys. We're not just going to recite something in the second here because it's fun to recite. Your words are powerful. Your declarations are powerful. What comes out of your mouth will direct your life. You can speak death over yourself and, and illness and hopelessness, or you can speak life and promise and kingdom. So this is your opportunity. Let the rudder in your mouth direct your body as a, like a ship, and let's, let's set our course for the king and his kingdom. So here we go. I am powerful. I didn't hear you guys. I am powerful. And what I believe changes the world. So today, I declare that God is in a good mood. He loves me all the time. Nothing can separate me from his love. Jesus' blood paid for everything. I will tell nations of what he has done. I am important. How he made me is amazing. I was designed for worship. My mouth establishes praise to silence the enemy. Everywhere I go becomes a perfect health zone. And with God, nothing is impossible. So Father, tonight we just thank you. We thank you for the truth of what we just said. The words that we just spoke are true. You are in a good mood. And our praise does silence the enemy. So tonight, God, we just thank you. We press in to your presence. We step through the veil, which is the broken body of our King. And we thank you, God, that you've given us access to walk boldly into your throne room tonight. So we come to worship you. We come to lay it all down at your feet. Jesus, come, draw near to us. As we draw near to you and we give up our praises to you, as we worship you with all of our hearts, would you just pour your spirit out tonight? Pour your presence over us. Release your glory like a blanket over this gathering. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship you guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It should be. Yes, Father, you are our living hope. We have victory in you, Father. We just praise your name tonight, Father God. We lift you high. King of kings, Lord of lords. Just give him a shout tonight. Just praise him. We just praise you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We exalt you on high tonight, Father. Yes. You are so amazing, Father. God, we thank you, God. We thank you that we have victory in every area of our lives because of you. God, we thank you that you sent your only son to the cross to conquer everything for us. God, we just, you are so worthy. So worthy.
Jesus. You are my everything, God. You are my life. You are my everything. You're the source. You are my hope. You're my reason to live. Oh, God. If it wasn't for you, Lord, if it wasn't for you, I would be dead. You rescued me, Lord. You rescued each one of us. You rescued me from the pit. You set my feet upon a rock. And you're an unshakable rock, an unshakable foundation. I will never be moved. I will never be moved. I stand firm, Lord. I stand firm. I will never look back. I will never look back. unplug, guys. Don't disengage. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're so wonderful, God. Thank you, Lord. You know, he is Yahweh. His, his name in the Old Testament is Yahweh. He was revealed. He revealed himself as Yahweh. And when Jesus came into the world, he was Yahweh with us. Yahweh saves. Yahweh is salvation. Psalm 24 says, Yahweh claims the world as His. You may not realize it now, but you are His. Whether you've surrendered your life to Him or not, every breath you breathe, your skin that you walk in, it belongs to Him. He made it. He is the creator. He put the brain inside of your skull. He breathed the spirit within you, causing you to come to life inside of your mother's womb. He knit you together. He formed you in the unseen place, the secret place. You belong to him. Everything in this world belongs to him. Yahweh claims the world as His. Everything and everyone belong to Him. He's the one who pushed back oceans to let the dry ground appear, planting firm foundations for the earth. So don't worry, California's not going to fall into the ocean. Who then is allowed to ascend the mountain of Yahweh? Who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? It's a good question. Here's the answer. Those who are clean, whose works and ways are pure, whose hearts are true and sealed by the truth. Those who never deceive, whose words are sure. They will receive Yahweh's blessing and righteousness given by the Savior God. They will stand before God, for they seek the pleasure of God's face, the God of Jacob. Pause in his presence.
you, Jesus, that you fulfilled the requirements of the law, that you have already made us perfect, that you have already declared us holy, that our lives are hidden in you, and we have been clothed with your righteousness. Only now let us live out what is inside of us. Let us walk out in a mirror reflection of what is true about our identity in you. We, tonight, we set ourselves before you, King of Heaven. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to let your light, the light of your face, shine over us. We say, Jesus, have your way and inspect our hearts. No one's going to call out anyone's junk. No one's going to call out sin or dirt in another person. We invite you ourselves, Lord. You take a look. Search me, God. Search me and know me. Let that be the prayer of your heart. Search me and know me. Find if there be any wicked way inside of me. And lead us, God. Lead us. Purify us. Conquer us. So it continues in Psalm 24 under the caption, the King is coming. Jesus is coming. The King is coming. So wake up. Wake up. You living gateways. Lift up your heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory, for He is about to come through you. You ask, who is this King of glory? Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Yahweh, invincible in every way. So wake up, you living gateways. Wake up and rejoice. Fling wide, you eternal doors. Here he comes. The King of glory is ready to come in. You ask, who is this King of glory? He is Yahweh, He is Jesus, armed and ready for battle, the mighty one, the invincible commander of heaven's hosts. Yes, He is the King of glory. Jesus, we want to be your vessels. Why don't you just lift your hands to the Lord tonight? Jesus, I want to be your vessel. I want to fling wide the gates of my my heart, my body, that you would come in and you would come through me that out of our innermost being, those rivers of living water would flow, that we would be your temples as your word tells us we are. We partner with heaven tonight. We say we are yours. We belong to you. Every breath we, we take, every breath we breathe in and exhale, every word we give, God, it is all yours. just give ourselves to you tonight. We surrender to you, Lord. And we say, Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Fill us with your glory. That the King of glory may come in. That he would come in. Jesus, we want you to come in. We want you to come into Bremerton, Lord. We 
want you to come into the shipyard, into PSNS, to the post office, into our homes, Lord, into our apartment buildings, into our neighborhoods. We want you to come, Jesus. We want you to come in, King of Heaven, into our schools. Into every person we touch, Lord, we want your kingdom to come, that we would bring them into an encounter with you. We declare it over ourselves that we owe the world an encounter because we carry you. We carry your presence, Jesus. The healer is alive inside of you. The great high priest, he is living in you. He's our prophet, our priest, and our king lives inside of you, that you would prophesy, that you would rule and reign in life, that you would minister as he ministers in and through you. wants to um, he wants to bring times of refreshing and when you look at that scripture in Acts 3 I think it's 313 it's somewhere around there it says uh, Peter was talking to the people and he, he did say something that is a call to respond to before the times of refreshing comes he says to repent and repentance just means turning from whatever you're doing if you're going the wrong way or whatever you're doing that's not what he's called you to do it's turning towards him it's turning a 180 and fixing your eyes back on Jesus to repent so that times of refreshing would come so I'm not saying that anyone in the room has sin to repent of we probably all do somewhere we're not here to take a broom and sweep through the corridors of your heart and look for sin, find it behind a closed door, locked away behind the boxes. That's between you and him. But if you want times of refreshing, if you feel like I need the refreshing of the Lord, then I want you just to come up here and we're all going to get around one another and we're just going to release the refreshing of the Lord. So I'm inviting you to do that. It doesn't mean that you have sin. It just means that you want to be refreshed. I want it. I want refreshing. So if you want it, come up. No one's going to come up. Oh, look at this. John, there we go. John's coming from the back there. He actually stood up before you did, so he beat you to it. Yeah, just spread across here. Spread across. You guys just make a, a line. Get on both sides of the of the power here, the sign of power cords. Oh. <laughs> yeah, make us if you guys would would just make a straight line come a little closer. Yep, 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 yep. You guys come up. It looks like we're all coming up for it. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do then. The rest of you come up. Let's get in a big circle. We're just gonna grab hands. We're gonna grab a hand. 
warm. My hands are freezing cold right now. As people come in, we're going to make the circle bigger, but we're going to have to go oval because there's not enough room behind us or behind you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do also. I'm going to put this right in the middle of the room here, and it's going to pick up as best as possible because I want to record. But I'm going to turn this off.
Thank you. 
teaching and giving gifts. And people are coming in here, and this foundation, everybody takes a corner of a wall and just <clears throat> starts building on this foundation. You guys overseers, you're stewards, you're watching, and you're guiding, and you're building, you're, you're strengthening us. And each person here, when we call on the Holy Spirit, boom, there's more foundation. Every time we pray up there and when we pray over each other, the more Holy Spirit comes, the more the heart the harder the foundation. We're putting concrete, you know, Christian's foundation was engineered, but that was like three times stronger than what the city requires. And they they, they looked at It's just getting strong. We have every time we ask for the Holy Spirit, we should grab hold and bring it down. Just you know, get as much as we can, get as filled as much as we can, because the power is building that foundation. You're going to have more people building that foundation. You know, and it's it's like you guys are like stewards. You know, just watching this foundation. And they're being grounded <clears throat> with solid food. You know, it's just awesome. It's just, and it's going to go this way. And then, eventually, you got to start teaching and sending them out. That's going to be cool. <laughs> Oscar walking in whatever your call 
determination and the wisdom that you carry, the confidence that you have, and yes, the sense of humor too, which Oscar already carries. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oscar, again, like you, like Sandra.
stepped away from ministry, you know, being in church, because it felt like performing, and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to see the Father's face. I didn't want to do anything for the man. Exactly. And I thank you, Gene, for being obedient to God. What you did back then is we're benefiting. All of us are benefiting yeah, today yeah. because of what you've done, Gene. Yeah. And uh, you're still sticking around because you're going to start seeing it'll be a blessing. You can just get shared and, and rejoice in heaven with it too. Thank you. Uh, Scott and Tammy. Actually, Nora. Nora, right? Nora. Yeah. Um, you're no-nonsense. Uh, you bring, you bring, you bring, uh, like you, you can, you can set peace in a room where there's war and, and, and you see and stuff, you're able to walk into situations and, and speak peace to the situation and calm it down. And, and the world needs that. And Oscar, you're not going to remember, but I see you working with orphanages around the world in the fatherless. <laughs> I have a heart for children. I see it in you. I see that's a huge ministry, a need in this world. And you're going to be able to save lives and heal people, heal the lost. The lost, Oscar, you don't understand it. But I think it's even like a gene working with, do you work with Paws or something? You missed your ministry because he's going to take it and he's going to blow it up. <laughs> he's going to blow it up. So I see you. There's, there's kids in the world, Oscar, that don't have fathers, don't have mothers. And you're going to be able to tell them that Jesus loves them. And they're going to be restored. And they go to bed with their bellies hurt because they haven't ate and they haven't felt love. And you're going to be able to settle that. You're going to be able to bring peace and bring the Father's anointing to the lost. It's going to be a brand new ministry.